Previously on Fistful of Destiny. You blast into space with your rebreather, and you look at back at Cannon like struggling, and he... Does Grit know that we want to be inside and not outside? <laughs> I got vented. I gave yeah. you a rebreather. Be happy. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> All right, Kira. Your body shoots out into space. Marlo is grabbing on to the side of you. There is a large swirling rift. It's like space has been cut and there's this big black void and there's this green liquidy weird stuff coming out of the the edges where it's cracked. This long appendage bursts through and then it splits in the middle and it opens up and grabs all of you. Welcome. It is great fortune you did not end up in a digestion chamber. You were spared for a reason. I am Margus, the ingested. The gas you're breathing now is not completely inert. Any use of your weapons might cause dire consequences. That's usually what they do, yeah. (laughs) What's going on here? You are in one of the more favorable stomachs of the Leviathan. Hello? Can anybody hear me? Is this thing on? Don't worry, 3OCs is probably the worst idea I've ever had, but I'm going to grab a rebreather and throw myself out into space. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe this was a bad idea. (laughs) And you look over, you see some of the residue from the rift. I go over and I touch it. Nothing's (laughs) changing, though. You're just surrounded in space spit. Oh, great, mighty space monster. Hear my plea. Oh my God. <laughs> and you feel your, yourself getting kind of moved. You're like, oh, it's happening. This is it. Uh, and then there's this. <laughs> and Captain Tinva is standing in front of you. <gasps> I didn't expect that. <laughs> <laughs> Got the communique from uh, Cannon. And, well, I came running. Well, I was wondering if you could help me catch one more big one. The great space leviathan. <laughs> You're talking crazy, boy. And he takes his hand and he kind of slaps your cheek. I'll help you, Erebos. We're going to need a few things, though. To catch a big fish, you need a big lure. Slept in late to make a limerick. Roll the dice without a gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kira rolled two light side points. Cannon rolled two dark side points, which is the opposite. <laughs> Negating all my good work. Erebos rolled one dark side point. I am great. They rolled one dark side. Hey, Kira here to save the day yet again. Those are mine. <laughs> <laughs> As is tradition. It is now two light side and four dark side. This will be that steamy voice. Awesome. Yeah. It's like you're reading me a menu in a nice restaurant. <laughs> A double cheeseburger <laughs> with a side of fries. That's a nice restaurant. And, fries. <laughs> and a fine vintage of Pinot Noir. <laughs> McDonald's brand Pinot Noir. <laughs> damn, dude. When McDonald's started selling wine, McWine. Would be so damn. <laughs> McPino. Would you like our Chardonnay McFlurry? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Our wine machine is down. I w- <laughs> <laughs> I'd get a rosé milkshake. Our wines are finely aged for 10 minutes. (laughs) Or less. Or less. (laughs) 
<laughs> in a bag on the top shelf. <laughs> top shelf wine. <laughs> oh my god. Let's play the stupid game. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. So Erebos, you are with Captain Tinva. Oh, what ship did you take? Well, Tinva showed up in his ship. And the Rust 2, I think, doesn't really see a lot of people, slash it's a piece of junk. So, I mean, aesthetically, mechanically, it, it's an amazing ship, but it's meant oh, yeah, to look yeah. like a piece of junk. So. <laughs> Remember, we've got those two TIE fighters still. That's true. And he's got, Tinva's got the TIE The carry. TIE carrier. Uh, yeah. Well... I uh, come over to click and clack because I definitely trust them to fly the ties oh, into the tie oh carrier. My oh my god. god. <laughs> this is what happens. <sighs> this is Erebos TikTok. This is <laughs> <laughs> what happens when I give click and clack a tie player? Yeah, they can't like, reach the pedals. <laughs> yeah, Todd's like, I can't kill off Erebos, but <laughs> your dumb decision. I can't leave him to his own devices. <laughs> Or we dock and, you know, we just seamlessly move the ties on with click and clack in tow. Let's go with that. That's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> Denver, dock on the space station. We're going to need some extra firepower. Tinva comes to you and says, all right. All right. We got to get a plan, though. I, I think I might have a beat on a place we can go. Flash forward to you pull <laughs> in to the grimiest space station like you've seen in a long time there's a whole bunch of like rundown ships and they are all lined up waiting to get refueled you're basically at the the space gas and save uh and then you see this large sign uh it kind of in the distance to the right and it says skinner's certified pre-owned merchandise and there is this large garbage moon right next to it and it's a it's a little a like garbage moon a garbage moon. a moon made of garbage a moon made of garbage a garbage moon that's no trash and okay <laughs> and you pop in out of hyperspace and you immediately hear traffic on the comms. They're using like their CB radios. It's like open comms. Yeah, I heard about that. I went to the Corvus system and, uh, well, the women there, you wouldn't believe. The nicest ones, too. And they're just like talking back and forth, like real trucker talk about, you know, places to go and little secrets. Tinva reaches forward. I, I'm assuming he's he's flying a ship and you're just kind of in there with in the cockpit with him. Yeah, definitely. He kind of reaches up and he turns up the chatter and he kind of leans back and kind of looks over you and smiles. Uh, this kind of toothy smile. I love this. These are real people with real problems. <laughs> All right. So where we're going, try not to tell them what we're looking for. We don't want them to know. Just make them think we're just browsing. And then uh, when we get down there, well, that's when we uh, we just we put a bunch of stuff on the lifter and then we were like oh yeah we'll take this junk too and uh so hopefully he'll give us a bundle deal perfect what are we looking for tinva uh well see that's a good it's a good question you know uh a couple hours ago when i said if you're hunting a big squid you need a big lure yeah it was only a couple hours ago <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was just making sure you hadn't forgot because it was a few hours ago there's this uh, thing that we're looking for. 
and it's called a sipper screamer. It, it, it bursts photonic vibrations. You charge it by flying next to the sun. And, uh, well, you could bet your saber that this, uh, this one's not going to be charged. Well, shucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Play this cool. And he goes, beep, boop, bop. And <gasps> the, the view screen opens up. And you see this this really nasty looking Twi'lek. One of his uh, Leku are like cut off. Uh, and he's got a holographic Leku that like flashes in and out for communication with other Twi'leks. Um, and, and he just is kind of looking forward. And he's got a very docile look on him uh, as he's looking forward. But it's kind of a serious in his eyes. And he says... Welcome to Skinner's pre-owned merchandise. If you find something here that was yours, well, there's a storage fee. <laughs> <laughs> and Tenva's like, oh, oh, Skinner, uh, we're just, you know, looking for some scrap. Just had some time to kill between a delivery. Uh, do you mind if we uh, sit down and just uh, take a take a quick look? And Skinner looks back, not changing tone at all. Yeah, just be careful. And uh, uh, he just kind of points to a sign above his missing Leku, and it says, "Any lost limbs, lives, <laughs> or property is not uh, like uh, they are not responsible for." Um, and then there's another thing that's like written in under it, and it says, um, "Beware the garbage worms." <laughs> oh, oh no! Tenva just kind of like nods and like hits it off. He, he takes his hands and he like puts them together. He's like, "Oh boy! All right, this is good. You ready, Airbus? Oh." I was born ready. Now, this is what we're looking for. And he pulls up a little data pad. It looks like a buoy. It's like painted orange and it's got vents on the side. Uh, and you can see from the little infographic that the vents spread out and then like go back in. Like it explodes out like a pine cone. And then all of those little things like go back inside of it. And, and then he clicks off the viewer and he's like, all right, so it's going to be brutal down there. I don't know how many other scavengers are there, but they're looking for the good stuff. So we're, we're going to spread out and we're going to try to find this thing. If you got any of that, uh, that, you know, magic mumbo jumbo, uh, now's the time to use it. How big are these space junk worms? <laughs> uh, well, you know, from this big to, uh, you know, eating a commuter transport. <laughs> Well, I know you're the pro fisherman there, uh, Tinva, but I usually catch my fish with worms. That's not a bad idea. You got to get the attention of the Leviathan first, but after you do, it sends out a tentacle, sees if it can taste something. And if it got one of those worms, well, it might taste something nice, and uh, that might get it to uh, really commit. If you see one of them that's not a, well... Erebos eating size. Mm -hmm. He could go for it. <laughs> All right. There's a premium too. Uh, each of the worms we take in, we get credits for based on size. That makes sense. We do him a favor, he'll do us a favor. Literally eating his merchandise and his customers. <laughs> <laughs> the uh the the tie carrier lands and it is on an angle on a garbage mountain. <laughs> And you're facing downwards. So it's a really, it's uh, it's a little unnerving because in the cockpit, you're like lurching forward. And when you leave, you kind of have to walk uphill backwards <laughs> like you're walking a mountain on the very slick uh, patterns. Tenva has like mag, maglock boots 
and he's got little Meglock hand things and he's going up like the spider monkey. <laughs> Did you park like this just to show off, Tinva? <laughs> I got the brake on and the wheels turned. It's cool. <laughs> uh, you're still in your seat. There's an extra set of mag boots uh, next to you. They might be a little big. Uh, and you look at them and they're like clown shoes size. They're because. <laughs> And you, you, there's like adjustment bands, but they're probably the size of a, of like pizzas. Like they're <laughs> they're like f- fourteen inches long. Where'd you get these? I don't know. They were on the ship. Hmm. I mean, I know they were on the ship, but I strap them on. He kind of stops and he starts going over to the right a little bit, and you're not sure what he's doing until he opens up a cabinet. Uh, and a couple things almost fall out and he like reaches up and like holds them in and then strategically reaches around and grabs something and then shuts the cabinet and locks it. And it's a bottle of Krillian whiskey. Erebus, <laughs> open wide. And he's like moving the bottle so that when he pours it, it'll waterfall down. <laughs> uh, and, and he's like nodding like up. Uh, do, do you attempt to move <laughs> in the correct position? Oh, I don't attempt. use the force to manipulate the stream (laughs) so make an average coordination check yep that's uh that's a failure we got one failure but two advantage there's a splash uh you close your eyes in time but it kind of splashes on your face uh and and he kind of pulls it (laughs) i hear that the uh the worms don't like alcohol Mm-hmm. Too bad for them. And uh, he he <laughs> splashes a bit on his face and then takes a pull. Reminds me of the salty sea water. <laughs> he like taps it on uh, his it, wrist and the back of his neck. Ducarelia. He he caps it again and then he tosses the bottle down to you. Uh, make an easy coordination no. check. <laughs> Thanks. It's gonna shatter through the windscreen. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> That's no! uh, one failure, three advantage. You reach out your hand and it just slips right between your fingers, <laughs> and it goes, and you see the, and it puts a little crack in the uh, the front oh, screen no. of of the uh, <laughs> the ship, and he kind of looks down. He's like, oh, "That was a terrible uh, toss, Tinva." That'll buff out, <laughs> and he turns, and then he just keeps moving up. Buff out the glass. <laughs> I watched this video on the Holonet uh, about uh, fixing cracks like that in glass. You just need like some some uh, some gel and, and some concrete. Just keeps going on. Some ramen, <laughs> some ramen, <laughs> uh, and, and it just it trails off from there as you enter the planet. The rest of the crew in the old Leviathan stomach, you are being led by Margus the ingested. Uh, you go through several like tunnels. They look like flesh folds um, and, and polyps and, and abscesses on this creepy, squishy, sometimes solid platform that you're on. Oh, Cannon like runs ahead with Margus. So what's sort of like the deal here? And also, how do we get out? <laughs> and also, where are we? And also, how do we get here? And also, has this thing been to the doctor anytime recently? Because it sure seems like they've got a lot going on. So many questions. Yeah, you could start with mine. You're so impatient to go on. I've been here long enough that I've, well, things take time. And I've realized that when we're slowly digested, <laughs> it takes a long time. 
Yeah, well, I mean, it's not like I'm going to live forever in here. I mean, I'll, I'll just die like normally, right? Oh, yes. Definitely. <laughs> With your quickened oh. lifespan, you'll die before all of us. Oh, that's a cool thing to bring up. We try not to mention that, actually. <laughs> so maybe, uh, I'm sorry, Canon. Yeah, that's okay. Well, you and me, it'll probably even out. We'll probably go about the same time. Yeah, you're probably right. I am middle age. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm used to being very... Death doesn't have a hold on me anymore. Oh. We see it every day. That's cool. Like, why? What's going on? Can you, like... The Leviathan is hungry uh, to sustain a creature like this. It would have to be. It grips many things uh, with its tentacles and pulls them in. Sometimes we see them uh, coming through the different tunnels. We try to save those we can, but sometimes entire space stations get pulled in. Asteroid bases. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. Now, if an asteroid base did get sucked up, would it come out like where we came out? We have not maps. All of uh, the stomachs of the Leviathan, there are, are so many. It eats asteroids in seconds for a light snack. You'd be broken apart in the acid in moments if you hit one of the active stomachs. So, so wow, that's pretty crazy. So, Margos, uh, you said this thing ingests entire space stations, which means um, probably ingests some spaceships. Oh, yes. I, in fact, came on a spaceship. You walk forward into uh, a more established area. There's little, they look like little shops, but they're little places. And uh, Kira's eyeballing it. Like, oh, yeah. That's real estate. <laughs> it, <laughs> it's filled with uh, junk mostly, but there's some crates and, and things. That, there's some creatures, like some type of a meat frying. And you see several other aliens there. And he says, We find others that are fortunate as you that survive. And he, he kind of walks forward uh, towards the group of them. Uh, and he says, friends, friends gather around. I bring more survivors. Uh, and he kind of turns and he puts his hand out kind of welcoming you. You see, there are several people. There are two Mon Calamari younglings and they run up and they kind of stand right behind uh, the blue skin Duros uh, just kind of like grab onto his uh, his pant legs and kind of look around. Well, hi there. This is Kuvu and Tillam. They were found in an escape pod, uh, lodged in one of the walls. Very hungry when we found them, uh, barely clinging to life. Uh, a woman walks forward. When you look up and see her, you immediately kind of are taken aback because she is wearing an Imperial uniform. Ah. It's an ISB uniform. Ah. And she has her, her blaster to her side. But the uniform looks very worse for the wear. It's like ripped in some parts. The sleeves are torn off. She kind of walks up and she, she How folds big are her, her muscles. Um, <laughs> they're uh, worryingly large. <laughs> She walks up and she folds her arms and she looks at the group. I fold my arms back. <laughs> Hi there. Uh, I'm Kira. Nice to nice to meet you. I'm Cannon. She looks uh, at you too and then she looks up and waiting for the introduction of the other two before she speaks. Uh, yeah, this that's Cannon. This is Grit. 
And that's Marlo. You don't need to talk to him. Marlo's <laughs> sort of a... Mm, it's, he, he, he's just, he's with us for now. Uh, that's all that matters. Marlo's been a bad boy. He has, <laughs> yes. So just don't talk to Marlo. Pretend he's not there. We're all sort of giving him the silent treatment right now. <laughs> Isn't he like dying? How about I just pretend you're all not here? And she, her eyes kind of roll up and she she turns and she kind of walks away. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's and fine. And he kind of bumps Kira. He like kind of <laughs> kneels down and bumps Kira and, he, and he's like, I think this place shows us our fantasy girls. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> she walked away from me. I want her more. <laughs> Are we seeing the same thing? <laughs> uh, Margus turns to you and says, uh, don't pay mind to her. Uh, her name is Norvin Hask. She, uh, she hasn't been here very long. She hasn't had time to adjust to the life. Where did she come in from? Did she come in on a ship? Mm, she came in on a shuttle. Uh, the shuttle was destroyed, as most large things are. Ah, destroyed like in a way that Kira could fix it? Destroyed in a way that she was trying to escape, and it was destroyed. Oh. Oh. Dang. That's what, that's what we want to do. Not the destroyed yeah. part. <laughs> we should talk that over. In due time, when you've had a chance to rest, uh, meet the others. Uh, and he puts his hand out again. Uh, Margus, I I've got a question for you. I'm, I'm just curious. What do you what do you guys know about the outside world and what's going on out there? He takes his two hands and he pushes his stomach out. He goes, well, I've been in here a long time. Oh, some less than me. I've been here the longest, though. I probably know the least about <laughs> what's going on out there. Well, I, I ask because um, the, the Norvin Hask uh, uh, woman, uh, some... <laughs> yes, I, I've heard from the others. Some might consider her, you know, the bad guy. <laughs> the same as you, you might consider him your enemy. Sure. And he points at uh, Marlo and he says, but in here... We're all the same. Uh, nothing matters now that we're in here, unless you let it matter. I don't know if that's true. This guy sneaked into our base, killed guys in our base, and tried to rob us. That sucked. Where is your base now? It might, it might be here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we don't know yet. You did say it swallowed asteroid bases, and that's pretty specific. If it's here, it's, uh, it's now nourishing the Leviathan. Oh, that's nice. That's a nice thought, actually. And all who were left in it. Oh. The dead, the living. Wait a second. Cannon tries to calm to Erebos. Okay. <laughs> uh, nothing goes through. But you hear a weird static. And you're, you're trying to remember back and do a warfare check. Ooh. Average difficulty. Oh, okay. Hi, I'm okay. not available right now, but please leave a message after the beat. <laughs> no, Erebos would be like, hey. Ah, gotcha. <laughs> Cannon roll. One success, one threat. The comm is being jammed. Kira, do you think you can unjam the comms? Uh, I don't know. You got any peanut butter? <laughs> you guys get it. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, I got something for this. Hold on. And, and Kira pushes a button inside her mech suit. And from the speakers on the outside of the mech suit, we hear applause and laughter. <laughs> Bazinga. That's so funny. Oh my gosh. Uh, nobody's laughing. Guys, yeah. Uh, 
I thought so. Kira's sort of been a bad girl now too, and we're gonna <laughs> pretend that she's not here for a minute. No, I really thought that would go over well. I'm trying to lighten the mood. <sighs> you can see that the two Mullen Calamari younglings are like peeking out, like very interested in this mech suit <laughs> slash droid person. <laughs> I well, I'm gonna a- attempt to unjelly the comms. Uh, yeah, make a, uh, you have a, a scanner, uh, go ahead and uh, make a computer's check. This one is going to be a full difficulty. Full difficulty can do. You know what the difference between jam and jelly is? Don't do it. I'm not going <laughs> to jelly your comms. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Applause uh. spot. <laughs> Did you want to give me up to three setbacks? Um, there are a lot of cave walls, uh, and that's the only one I can think of really that would give you a setback. There are three cave walls (laughs) and I can negate those three setbacks. Great. Sounds good. Okay. Oh, all right. That is one success, two threats and a triumph and a dark side, which I'll just, I won't do anything, but you scan and you detect it is being jammed from elsewhere. But there, with your triumph, you detect a very large power source from where it's being jammed. Like, very large. Like a cruiser's power source. Ooh. Um, And you've, you know, you've been around ships a lot. It'd be something like a destroyer. Like, Star Destroyer's size power core in the vicinity. Uh, And that's what you detect. And there is just a generic interference, but there's also, like, Something on it is jamming. You're not going to be able to break through this jam. Uh, guys, this is a pretty strong jam. I got to say, uh, something, something's nearby. Something big. Big, big, big source of power. Uh, it's really all the info I have. But uh, yeah, something's going on. And it's not good. Are you able to lead us towards it? Something with that amount of power might have enough power to get us out of here, right? Yeah, I can lead us towards it with that triumph. I see exactly what direction it is. <laughs> like personally, I don't want to live here for the rest of my life. I would like to leave. Actually, yeah. there's a Gamorian, a Gungan, and a Geonosin. Walk, into, walk a bar. into a bar <laughs> 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 uh, that are that are walking towards you, and the uh, Gamorian looks at you and he says, "Ah, yes, you found it very quickly. The power source." If you try going after that right now, though, we need a plan and you just die just like the rest of them. Oh, oh, oh. Do you have a plan? Mm, We've been thinking one up a long time. We didn't expect four to be saved, but we're going to need everyone, even that one. And he points at the unconscious uh, Marlo. Oh, he's unconscious now. <laughs> yeah, no, he's no, been he's been unconscious. unconscious. He's oh, been yeah. unconscious. Uh, yeah. So, sorry. I just want to update you. This one's been a bad boy. We're kind of pretending he's not here. Everything kind of smooths out down here. We probably wouldn't have gotten along up there. Most people think the pig race is a disgrace, and we're all dumb. But I'm a good fighter, and I've been here. A long time, and yes, I used to work for the huts, but, uh, you know, I'm smart. 
Wait a second. I I know you. Uh, Who, well, me? That logo. I like that. The Gamorrean walks over to you and has a reverential look on his face. <laughs> Takes his hand and he puts it on your pauldron. And then one's pointing at your chest, like a little too hard pointing. This, this, this is a fast. This is a first in strategic task force. Well, you, you're right and you're wrong. It is fist, but it's actually friends inevitably shooting things. What? Uh, well, now I'm just going to pause you right there. I think we all know it's a friendly intoxicated sellsword team. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the best team name, guys. <laughs> Fraudulent idiot super troopers. Uh, <laughs> Madison, will you check and make sure you're not peeking? No, like the loud hit. About, I don't okay, know if it's just no, that's, that. that's pretty good, Arabos. You got freaky, insidious, sexy tap dancers. Too peaky, peaky at all. Malone's because ideally, it's not peaky at says, all. Nah, nah, nah. You need okay, freight, then intelligence, fine. subterfuge, and teamwork. Yeah, that's fine. And watch your plosives, which are usually fine, Boring. but you're talking a lot. So it's directly <laughs> into the mic. So okay, can I can I try one on you guys? What do you <laughs> okay. think of formidable right. insurgents securing treasure? Tenva yeah. is like nah nah. What about former Imperial Strike Team? Nice and clean. I think I got one that kind of describes all of us. How about yeah? Hit me, grit. What do you got? How about like uh, force insensitive space travelers? That kind of <laughs> well, you know. No, I, actually, I really like that one. Yeah, I think yeah. that one's pretty good. I think it represents who Fist is. Yeah. I feel like it's thou like, dost protest too much. <laughs> <laughs> With a dumbfounded look on uh, his face, Dacker. Well, whatever it is. We might have a shot. You know what you're doing. And I'm a pretty good hunter. I bring in all the food. And he kind of points back. And there's just like a stack of Minoc drying and, and being like barbecued. <laughs> oh, right on. Uh, do you think... Let's talk about the plan. <laughs> we would love to get out of here. First, I think we should know something about each other. Oh, okay. While we wait for your friend to regain consciousness. Do we want to do like two truths and a lie? We can go around the room. <laughs> do we want, like, I just thought of this. Grit's going to go ahead and do some medical oh, attacks. Okay. Not attacks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, attempt to triple bypass. I'm going <laughs> to go ahead and attempt uh, revivication. Nice. Marlo. Uh, you lay him down. Do a medicine check. Grit in character just thought of this. He's like, oh, I'm a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> I, could, I could do something about this because he's just been like dragging him along. <laughs> Grit has, he's been focused on uh, trying to kill this Leviathan with his wrench. So he's been trying to think about that. <laughs> Not thinking the about ground. literally anything <laughs> else. And he's like, oh. It worked on Jetta. We have an unconscious <laughs> like teammate. The ground. Uh, oh my god, Leviathan skinny silhouette. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> 
got swallowed up. <laughs> yeah, one town. of them got swallowed up. <laughs> oh, it's the Death Star. It's the Death Star one. It got sucked out right before it blew up. Oh, oh my gosh. Beautiful. Uh, so it is a average uh, medicine check with two setbacks. One, because you're not really familiar with Bothan physiology. Okay. And two, because you're not familiar with Bothan physiology. <laughs> you actually don't oh. want to help them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Woo. Right on there. You got one success, but one threat. You are working on him. And I would like to point out that he's got a couple of ranks in surgeon. So Marlo's going to heal two extra wound per success. Ooh, okay. You heal Marlo very effectively. You patch up the wounds. There's like this little foam spray you, you put over the wounds and it creates another skin. You have to shave some of the hair around the different <laughs> wounds. <laughs> And in this time, because of the threat, you don't notice that Marlo has regained consciousness, but he closes his eyes, pretending that he's still unconscious. Hey there, hi there, ho there. It's me, Erebos. Ah, just fooling. It's me, Drew, here with your bi-weekly reminder to check out our social medias. You can still get free Fistful of Destiny stickers and magnets just by hitting us up. Leave a comment or send us a message. We would love to hear from you. That is at Fistful of Destiny on Instagram, at Fistful Destiny on Twitter. And of course, you can find all of this information at FistfulofDestiny.com. Wow. Now that I've said Fistful of Destiny 30 times, I'll just let you know that our next episode will be here on November 21st. And we'll see you all then. Finally, this week we have an actual sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Space Square. Does your Holonet site desperately need an upgrade? Or maybe your Lothcat pick site is still hanging in there in the old Republic era. Or your new game den needs an eye-catching homepage. Space Square makes it easy. With Empire-compliant templates for every purpose, open an online homemade Beskar armor shop, promote your Imperial true crime holocast, or keep your site updated with new locations each time one is destroyed. Templates are so easily customizable, your website is guaranteed to not be a clone. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Space Square sites even integrate easy chain code payments for your space business, and built-in analytics allow you to easily track your reach in the systems. And I know what all of that means. <laughs> <laughs> and if you act now, use offer code FIST to get 30% off your first space year and a free hollow domain. So, you know, I actually used Space Square pretty recently. Oh, yeah? I built a website that actually plucked data from our episodes. Okay. And what it does is it just takes all of those random bits... It just like turns them into a paragraph. And then I make that the ad for the next week. Oh, nice. What I like about Space Square is that it takes all of the user info and then we can see all of the users like personal mm -hmm. information and we can see like their home address, their right. social security number. Yeah, yeah like it's really everything. great. We have total access to everybody who has ever listened to this podcast. Yeah. Totally. Well, and that's really helpful because that lets us make some really helpful decisions for those people. Yeah. Like if they want to buy our merch, like we just do that for them. Yeah. We know <laughs> right. what they want. We just send it to them. We charge them for it. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes we don't even and send it to you, but we will charge you. Don't <laughs> worry. <laughs>
Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you can trust us. I mean, they're, they're paying us to say this. And I also just want to make it clear that this um, isn't Squarespace. <laughs> Please don't go to their website. Yeah, yeah. This is Space Square. You said it. You said the word. We can't say Squarespace. We're going to get sued now. <laughs> this is Space Square, Chase. Actually, I was just speaking Pig Latin. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> this isn't Squarespace. Space eh? Spare, eh? <laughs> a, a, uh, Some of that's got to be but, usable, right? Yeah. Oh, leave that oh, no. in. <laughs> You're going to edit it. <laughs> uh, anyway, cue the music. Erebus, you are now on the junk planet on Skinner's pre owned merchandise. <laughs> You get out of the ship. You're on the top of a garbage mound. Where do you go? What do you do? Uh, as soon as I'm off the ship, I walk without rhythm. Nice. Um, I figure Tinva, he knows what the space pine cone looks like. You know, that's what he's looking for, right? Or is that uh, yeah, you're both looking what? for it, but yeah. No, I'm, I'm going for the space worm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the junk worm. Yes. Yeah. Junk shy halud. Yep. So I really don't trust my mechanics. Otherwise, I try to set up a rudimentary thumper. So I'm just going to find a nice clear area and just start slamming my foot on the ground with a steady rhythm. Nice. And just like have the Corellian whiskey in one hand and my lightsaber in the other. And I'm just, I'm waiting. You're on a trash planet. So you've got like trash can lids. If from the background, you hear Kira go, what is this stomp? <laughs> that was kind of funny. Anyway, does that make a worm appear? Um, <laughs> I'm going to need you to go ahead and make a xenology check. All right. Hmm. I don't know what that is. Is that even a skill? <laughs> uh, it's going to be an average difficulty. Boom. That's yes. Wow. I can't believe I did it. That's one success. <laughs> well, you don't know what xenology is, but you're okay at it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You just start yelling, come on, dirty worm, dirty worm. Come on, you dirty worm. <laughs> you wormy, 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 wormy. <laughs> thump, thump, thump. Thump, thump, yeah. thump. You don't hear anything yet. But you, you're I just, feel something. You just, you try this location and it doesn't seem to be working, but you're like, okay, let me try a new location. You move a little further away from the trash mound. Try it. Nothing. Move a little further away. This goes on for some time <laughs> until you're a good distance away. And you hear some somebody like moving bits of scrap. And as they move one little piece, it makes a weird sound. It's like. And kind of a weird vibration. It's like they're ripping metal or something. Uh, and as that happens, you feel the ground under you go a little bit. Should have thought about how I'm going to capture that contain this thing. <laughs> uh, can I roll a perception check to look for a junk cage? You're going to try to capture a live worm. Oh, yeah. Get some, get some Dude, live bait's the only way to go. Yeah. This one's called the one where Erebus dies. 
Airbus, flip a destiny point for a cat carrier. <laughs> a big cat carrier. Or a dog kennel. <laughs> it depends on the size you're going for. Because if you're like, what what size are you looking at to try to capture? Well, like water buffalo, you know, like SpongeBob horse. riding on a worm size. Yeah, I was just <laughs> city thinking. bus. If he's the true Muad Bose, he'd capture the biggest one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I win it over. It becomes docile in my pet. Yes. <laughs> yes. Wait, do you have influence? Can you influence a sentient worm? No, I mean, I could I could maybe have some influence. I'm on TikTok. I'm an influencer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I want to... I, Erebos knows that the Leviathan is a ginormous space monster squid thing. Mm-hmm. So he wants to get the biggest worm he can, but he also realizes, uh, yeah, he's just going for the biggest worm he can find. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he ate human-sized things, so human-sized would be good, right? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he can find like a comparable to my own size worm. That's a way better idea. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you can find a comparable to your size. Uh, So um, you... First, you need to find the thing that's actually making that sound because it stops. Mm, I reach out with my senses and my perceptions. All right, make perception check. Well, I mean, you hear the direction it's coming from. You just walk over there. Um, <laughs> so you're like, do, 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 do. Uh, and you walk over. Uh, you look like, you look great. You have a bottle of Carillion whiskey in your hand and you've got a, a trash can lid in your left hand and you just kind of come around. You look like what you would find in this junk planet. Uh, you kind of walk, you like peer your head around uh, this, this like metallic archway. There's all these pieces of junk stacked up and there's a, it's a small, like almost arena circle, but it's pretty small. It's only like uh, 20 feet, 30 feet wide. And you see this, um, this four armed green creature that is grabbing little bits of things, throwing them in this uh, load lifter. And, you see there is this large orange buoy-like thing sitting in the back of the load lifter that he's like kind of the throwing the things back. Uh, And then he reaches out and he grabs a metallic piece and he starts like pulling it open. And as it, as he does, like it's, it's releasing some type of light and the light is, it's like some weird substance that it's releasing alpha radiation when it's being ripped apart. The kind of like glow sticks. <laughs> um, and you can see that little orange thing starting to like rattle a bit when that happens. And you see it starting to try to like open up and then it closes and it's making that weird sound. Mm. Uh, and then you feel the ground go and rumble a bit. Hello there. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the big forearm green creature kind of like steps and and pivots and it takes him a bit to kind of like move around and his whole body just kind of like turns very slowly and looks back at you and he he has this look on his face like what the heck like oh uh a glumper but it for me and he points at uh his stuff i throw my trash can shield onto a stack mm, no that garbage. And he takes it and he kind of throws it off. And then I say, no, that garbage. And I grab the pine cone and I throw it. Uh, he, he puts two arms on, on, the, on the pine cone and then shoves you back a little bit with two arms. Not hard, but a little bit. Glumper, scrap move. No, uh, Glumper, take big orange thing. 
Glumper forget Moma gif gif. Uh, now Glumper 28 favorite. <laughs> Glumper used vase, put big flower in for Momas. And Glumper moved Aww. to one favorite son. I think I'm picking up what you're putting down, Glumper. I can do you one better. And I reach around in some of the trash and I pull out something comparable in size to the, the space cone. Uh, go to make a survival check. See if you can find something that's comparable as a vase. Average with one setback because there's so much stuff here. That is two success and one advantage. Damn. Uh, yeah, you very quickly look over and see something that it's a uh, um, a little mini pod racer. It looks like it's like remote controlled, but it's, <gasps> an it's RC like a pod racer. Oh my god, <laughs> yep. that's amazing! Uh, it's a little like RC pod racer pod, and it looks exactly the same, almost the exact same color. And you you reach over and you like hold it up. Glumper kind of looks down at it, looks back at at the thing he has. Mm, Glumper, not no. Glap Glump, he do job. He take things with no pay. Uh, hut, give Momas big hollow screen. Hmm. Glumper, bring that back. Maybe only two favorite son. <laughs> All right. You drive a hard bargain there, Glumper. Ah, <laughs> uh, maybe Glumper, give it for 5,000 credits. Sounds like Grover now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you can count that high glumper. Ooh. Let me see what else I can find. God, I reach in and uh this time I'm just gonna like pull out a real piece of junk, but I'm going to uh you know use the force to make it appear <laughs> yes. like a big shiny plated in gold, just like most beautiful vase. It says happy mother's day on the side. Oh <laughs> yeah. Just like from your number one son. <laughs> <laughs> or no. Bomb. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. From it's going to be, it's, it's a golden trophy that says number one son <laughs> award. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Go ahead and roll that Jedi mind trick. Now, believe it or not, uh, Glumper is very strong and uh, hard to... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's going to be easy. <laughs> gotcha. Ooh. Now, doing this is a little bit... I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's going to be easy. <laughs> gotcha. Ooh. Now, doing this is a little bit... Uh, this is not a... You're not doing a good thing. <laughs> uh, to, to convince a man to give a piece of garbage to his mom... <laughs> Uh, and convince him that it's good. It's not a moral, like, you're not taking the moral high ground uh, to steal him out of something. So if you would like to do this, you will incur, uh, you will have to dip into the dark side. All right, when you put it like that, <laughs> I let it fade away into the garbage, and I look as shocked as he probably does. Like, Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Roll deception. I thought you had something good there. Maybe would trade, not more now. Uh, Erebos, big surprise. <laughs> Erebos have 500 credit. Clumper, take that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, Erebos only have 200 credit. <laughs> uh, he, walk, he, he walks over and he like with, with his forearms just reaches out and uh, grabs the sipper screamer. And just kind of sets it to the side. He didn't use his upper arms at all? 
No, all four of them. <laughs> you said it's huh? four arms. Oh, gosh. Oh, my God. <laughs> where's that applause bot? <laughs> yeah, where's the boo bot? Uh, I'm the leaving that in. Said- He's going to have to live with that. Don't worry. <laughs> You hit the button and it says, joke not detected, suppressing laugh. Please try again later, frowny face emoticon. So, yeah, he takes the 500 credits and then, uh, yeah, he sets the sipper screamer down. And then I, I give him the little RC Sebulba racing pod. Uh, nice, <laughs> nice. Uh, and he puts it in and he goes, oh, you good junk friend. Uh, and he kind of puts puts one uh, hand on your side. And then he takes the hand off. And you realize he's not actually green. Um, it's oh. like some algae oh. that's been growing on him. And you've got this big green handprint on your side. Uh, and then he goes. And like his butt sways more than like it should as he's walking away. It's like he's doing a sassy runway walk as he like pushes big the load lifter away. <laughs> You're a good friend, Glumper. Glumper working the glutes. <laughs> oh, networking. Uh, and he comes back and he, he like reaches in and he pulls out. The, it looks like a little bit of garbage, but it's it's actually like a paperweight and it's got a bunch of scrap. And then you see it's like Glumper's hollow number on it. And he like sets it down. You need scrap gone. Call Glumper. And he hands it to you. And then he, he he reaches in and he grabs like a handful more and give two friends uh, and it gives you like a whole bunch of them. I reach into my robe and I pull out a space life alert. <laughs> if you're ever in trouble. <laughs> uh, space life uh, alert was so long ago. <laughs> it was like a year ago. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, mom like this. <laughs> Good, good gift for Momos. <laughs> and he takes it. He runs off and he's like skipping off like he's on a shopping cart. Like he runs and then he jumps his feet up and, and it like moves for a little bit further. So now you are alone with the sipper screamer. All right. First thing I do is I rub off this algae. <laughs> as soon as he's not <laughs> okay. looking. I'm just like, yeah. uh, you rub off the algae and you see it's actually like spreading on your armor and you like rub it off and you put it on your hand. You can see it like spreading on your hand and you just like try to shake it off, but you're going to need a nice, uh, a nice shower <laughs> after this. Reminds uh, me of my skimming days. <laughs> <laughs> uh, algae brings memories back. Uh, I come to Tinva. Tinva. I got the star scream. Uh, <laughs> scream, scream spinner scream spitter spitter scream I come to star scream optimus prime <laughs> yeah. um, so uh Tenva uh um Tenva's like what we've only been here like 15 minutes how, how, all right cool uh um uh, yeah let's let's uh let's pick up some other junk so that uh he can't see what we're really buying Skinner's uh Real tight one. I saw the pine cone reacting to some of the uh, radiation around here. I don't suppose you got a a fix on any big radiation source so we can hit two birds with one stone. Well, uh, I know one. It's sitting at about uh, 12 o'clock. And you look up and th- there's a sun right above you. 
you can slow charge these things, but uh, if it's not enough to maintain the internal integrity, it'll just dissipate it immediately. It's a self-powering energy field. I'm going to pretend like I knew what you're saying. It's kind of like water, you know, <laughs> when you got a bunch of water together, its own mass keeps it together. Yeah, whatever you say, Tinva. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I've been drinking. I'll meet you back to the ship. <laughs> All right. So, and I, just now thinking about it, it, it was probably a perfect appearance of like having the whiskey in one hand, the trash can in the other, and walking without rhythm probably looks a lot like stumbling around drunk. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but uh, I am now perfectly going to walk with rhythm and really oh. hope that I can uh, find myself a nice, juicy worm. So you know that the the way that the the sipper screamer is reacting, if you don't have it fully charged, it it uses the energy that's inside to build the the field to keep the energy in. So if it's not strong enough, if you don't if you don't pass that threshold, it can't power itself to keep the energy in. But it'll dissipate immediately. But you can hit it with little blasts of radiation, and then it will emit it immediately. And the worm seems to be reacting to that. It is a big old space lure. How close is that sun? So if you went to the sun, it would give it enough energy to sustain itself. But then the energy blast that would come out of it would be enormous. But you could probably, like, if you find something in in, in the vicinity, you could probably find something that emits a little bit of radiation. Or just blast it a couple times with your, your pistol. Or hit your <laughs> lightsaber into it. Yeah, what's the worst that could happen? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, all right. <laughs> hey, Glumper, can you hold this? <laughs> oh, my God. Yo, yo, was that thing that Glumper was, like, pulling and then was, like, releasing radiation? Did he, like, leave it alone once he realized that it was yeah. radiation glowing? Is that still there? No, he didn't leave it alone because it was radiation. He just pulled the chunk <laughs> off he needed. <laughs> is that still emitting radiation? If you cut into it or rip it, it is. It's metallic, but you could cut it with your lightsaber. And uh, it's a very unstable material. It's almost like like a uranium or something, but it's releasing alpha radiation. So just light, like photonics. Cool. Yeah, I slash a quick E into it. Okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> There's a couple bursts. Do you have the Sipper Screamer uh, nearby it? Yeah, I have it floating with the force right in front of it. Oh, nice. Okay, so yeah, you're holding it with the force. Careful, careful. Uh, you make a couple quick cuts, and you see the radiation kind of pop out of it, and the Sipper Screamer opens up a little bit and starts absorbing the stuff in, and it makes this... Uh, when it closes... <laughs> Great Foley work. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> you, you feel the ground go and rumble a bit more. You think one more and you might get the worm. All right. I scratch a quick R into the radioactive. <laughs> and you. <laughs> and the blast, uh, the blast kind of hits a louder this time. And you, the ground is now rumbling like pretty intensely. There's this burst and you see, uh, it looks like a giant grub. Uh, it's all white and it's all wrinkly. Like it's got segmented portions on it. It looks like a flat 
surface. And then as it moves forward, like a mouth opens up and kind of envelops the thing in front of it as its body moves forward and it bursts out of the ground. It's about twice your size tall. And and these are thick. These are like really wide things. They're like maggots. And you see it burst out and it goes. All right. Back in the belly of the beast. Um, you've got a chance to meet the rest of the people, uh, that are the ingested. Um, there's Margus you've already met. There is a Gamorian hunter, Dacker. There is a Genosian and there's a Gungan named Jamek. Ooh, Gungan. Uh, who would you like to speak to? Uh, the Gungan for sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so, so Kira, you walk over, uh, and you, you sit by the Gungan and <laughs> um, I'm gonna I'm gonna get out of the mech suit for now. Okay. So Kira gets out of the mech suit for a while, and she climbs out of it. And as she walks away, she pulls out a little key fob, and it goes beep beep. <laughs> uh, he he kind of walks up over to it, uh, and he kind of looks around, and he says, "Oh, this is very good, very good. Oh, thank you very Whoa. much. I made it myself. Really? Yeah." You're quite technical. Oh, oh, don't touch. Don't touch it. Uh, uh, Do you have an uh, emergency system? Will it zap me? Uh, yes, exactly that. That is exactly <laughs> oh, what will happen. Perfect size for you, too. Or a child. Oh, <laughs> I resent that. I bet Kuvu but... could ride in it. Uh, Kuvu! Kuvu! No, I bet uh, you no, could ride this. Okay. It actually, it's bio-locked to me, so nobody else... Uh, that's a lie, but I'm saying it. Uh, uh, yeah. Nobody else actually is going to be able to to ride in it, especially not a child. Rich like messing with it, seeing if he can fit. Inside <laughs> <of it>. Mechanically, <laughs> he can somehow. Yeah, it's like muffin top cannon trying to like fit, fit in the jeans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I I built this thing to uh, help me out so I could you know actually you know what watch, watch this and on the key fob I hit a button and. <laughs> All of a sudden, the thing looks like Erebos. <laughs> uh, it's oh. the ship has a cloaking system, and it's got three central projected holographic technology. Yes, exactly. Oh, well, you know exactly that's... what you're talking about. Yeah, this is my friend Erebos. Oh, you haven't met Erebos. Uh, and I click another button, and it looks like Cannon. Uh, and <laughs> he's like, "Oh, how many do you have? How big is the data processing system?" Yes, as he's kind of looking it over. <laughs> <laughs> Cannon uh, walks away. Uh, he, he pulls up. <laughs> yeah. Cannon's like, I don't care. No. As, as Grit approaches it, I don't know if he knows this yet. As Grit approaches it, I hit the button again and it turns into Grit. <laughs> Grit does like Spider-Man meme at it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Who are you? <laughs> Grit, I probably should ask your permission for this. <laughs> uh, but, you know. How, how did you scan Grit? Uh, Were you oh, like, hey, Grit, I need you for something real quick. No, he walks I scanned in. them all while they were sleeping. <laughs> Got oh, okay. so so grit looks like he's sleeping, uh, 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 and everybody does all of their little the little outlines. They've got kind of a matted on one side. Matted fur on one side. Uh, each of them has uh, an evil version goatee. <laughs> I'm something of a mechanic myself. I would love to uh, hear about the internals and uh, what you chose to build this out of. Yeah, I'd love to chat about that. Uh, and Kira goes off. Here, uh, come see my workshop. Uh, workshop? Oh my, Cannon, Cannon! I'll be right. I'll be right back. <laughs> and he, he kind of like races towards the workshop. Kuvu, tell him, come on. 
he he kind of runs into this like really rundown like he's like way faster than me. <laughs> yeah. like, trying to catch he, up. He does kind of the jar jar walk with <laughs> yeah. the hands backward and kind of the dopey look. <laughs> and he walks towards the uh his little makeshift workshop. Workshop, workshop, uh, going to a workshop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. New workshop. Yeah. <laughs> Kira's an excited workshop song. <laughs> um, All right, Kira, come come back when the streetlights turn on. <laughs> you walk into the uh, the workshop and you see it's actually a hollowed out like ship, but it's a different ship design. You're not quite familiar with it. Make a space piloting check. Space piloting check. I mean, I can do that. Difficulty. Uh, average. Oh, actually, average with one setback. My favorite role. <laughs> Yeah, two successes and the dark side point that I won't touch. Excellent. Uh, you look around. It's a solar ship. It uses solar winds and it opens up a big solar sail. Ooh. And it uses the solar winds to project it <laughs> sail. through space. Sail! If anybody's counting, Count Dooku used a ship like this uh, in episode two. Dope. This thing looks like it could be useful to get away from this uh, this AWOL nation we find ourselves in. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> We're sponsored. Uh, and <laughs> and he, he looks back up at it and he says, oh, this thing's much too, uh, much too fragile. Uh, the sail got ripped off. Uh, yeah. My pride and joy, though, I designed her and built her. Well, that's that's fantastic. It looks like it was once a really great ship. It was. It was. Uh, you know, I, I'm a solar racer. <gasps> no kidding. I used to be a racer yeah. myself. What? Not a, not a solar racer, but same thing. Oh, my goodness. What did you race? Oh, I raced. And he kind of lean, leans to the side on, on one of the workbenches. And he, like, grabs, like, a wrench. And he's kind of, like, twirling it around. Uh, back on Endor, uh, we would race pretty much anything we had. Uh, you know, bikes, uh, speeder bikes. Uh, dirt bikes, uh, other bikes, you know, <laughs> all kinds of bikes. Uh, it was, it was really great. Uh, we didn't have a lot on Endor, but, but man, yeah. Anything I could race, I'd do it. I love racing, uh, solar racing. So it's so, I don't know. It, it's all manual. It, it really, I don't know. You just feel connected to the universe when you're out there. It's all about getting the right win. Sounds like it takes some, uh, some real skill. Were you any good? I mean, I'm sure you were. I won a, I won a couple races, but uh, well, this one didn't end so well. <laughs> well, there's a shortcut that uh, well, it was my special shortcut. I, I like to go before the races and kind of scout out. My my main thing is I'm a good astrogator, so I, I know I know star <laughs> systems. Uh -oh. I know exactly how things fit, and well, everybody said there was a reason. Why they didn't take the shortcut. I didn't believe them. I took the shortcut and, well, ships just disappear every once in a while. But I'm not a superstitious person. And, well, <laughs> I should have been because there's a reason why ships disappear. And now you're here. Mine, yeah. Yeah. I've been here 14 years. Oh. So what's the Gungan's average lifespan? <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding. Well, I'm just kidding. Um, you know, the the atmosphere here, uh, if you notice, is quite humid. And the gas is here. Uh, well inert, uh, they cause a little harm on the system. But 
Gungan lungs are, are used to breathing in the humidity. It's actually quite comfortable for me. And Kuvu and Tillam, it's comfortable for you, right? And they shake their head. Uh, Jamik, I got to ask, was it, uh, seems like it might have been the Kessel Run you were trying to... Ru- oh, no, no. They don't put solar cells in the Kessel oh, Run. Yeah, that would I be knew, suicide. I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't. You know what, Jamik? I think we'd make a good team. And uh, I'm going to promise you, I'm going to get us out of here. And you and I, we're going we're gonna to race. We're going to race together. Oh, I would love that. I've made my life here, but only out of necessity. If you look around, we've salvaged lots of things to keep ourselves alive. Oh, yeah. Uh, don't worry. We'll get everybody out of here. Everybody who wants to come, of course. That's what I'm hoping for. Uh, well, there's a, there's a little bit of a hang-up. We've got a plan, but... Well, we've... Hey, uh, Kuvu, tell him, uh, do you want to go check outside, see how the other newcomers are doing? And uh, they, they kind of nod and they run outside. There's something here. It's, uh, it's pretty dangerous. We're not the only ones in the Leviathan. The others are... Well, they're very dangerous. We've tried several times to, uh, well, attack them. Uh, they have a ship. It's a very big ship. Uh, it hasn't worked out. Uh, when we tried last, there were 20 of us. We're the only ones left from that. After that happened, Margus said, not until a sign. He is a little, well, he's been in here the longest. He kind of believes in the, well, the sounds of the stomach that they, uh, <laughs> he, he says he can commune with the Leviathan. I don't think so. If he could, he, He'd uh, find a way out of here. But uh, that clone with you, clones kill droids. Everybody knows that, right? Cannon's a good man, if that's what you're getting at. Cannon... Does he kill droids? Is he good at it? Oh. The last I remember is, that's why they made him. They fought him. They they killed droids. Yeah, he's... Cannon, Cannon does what needs to get done. And yes, he is good at it. We all are. Um, we, can, we can all help. Well, that's good. Uh, a lot of the people here are just civilians. I'm a racer. I'm not a fighter. Uh, well, a lot of the others are better fighters than me. Sounds like you're ready to race into the fight. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to race away from the fight. Uh, I could get a... Yeah, I could fix something. You know, oh, Marcus probably wouldn't want me doing this because, well, we're, you're new. You, you don't, you seem like you have a level head, though. I can get your weapons working. Uh, the trick is you got to low, low power them. If they're too powerful, they ignite the gases. Uh, but if you, if you, if you lower the power, uh, you could still fire. And you can also, you can fire them quicker than you normally could. You can auto-fire everything in here, but you got to modify them. Uh, I've got a bunch of supplies over there. Uh, if you bring your mech suit in, uh, we could we could probably upgrade it. Uh, wh- what kind of guns do you have? Can I really quickly make a check to see if I can trust this guy? Just to be sure, before I let anybody touch any of our stuff. <laughs> Nobody touches my mech suit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, make a streetwise check. Difficulty is going to be hard. I'm going to flip a destiny point and... Ooh, failed Ooh. the check, but got one advantage. You trust him. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean. Yeah. yeah. Perfectly said. I couldn't um, have said it better myself. <laughs> <laughs> like with a voice crack and everything. It was absolutely perfect. <laughs> uh, well, Jamek, uh, I, I trust you. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'll, be, I'll be here. We can work together. Um, how about you show me? Show me, show me how to, you know, do everything you just said. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll walk you through the whole process. Most people don't care about anything technical here. Uh, that's why I built this shop. Sometimes I just, I sit in here and I, I, I try to pretend that I'm back in my old shop where I fabricated the ship. Uh, uh, it makes me feel like I'm home. Uh, it'll be cool to work with another technical mind. Yeah, Jamek, I, I think we're really going to get along. All right, let, oh man. I can't wait to see, tear into those systems. I, oh man! Well, you, you'll I don't, have to explain don't tear everything. into them. We can. Uh, it's uh, 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 <laughs> no, no, I know. No, I, I mean, lightly, lightly. Yeah, you could do all the work, and I'll explain how to modify the weapons. But you got to tell me everything about that. I'm super interested. It's the first time I've seen te technology like that. Uh, it's almost like you grew up on a planet building stuff with like stones and, and logs <laughs> and rocks and like, rope. <laughs> like it's such a primitive aspect, but it, it makes such a complex structure. It's amazing. Uh, I pull out the key fob and I hit a button and it plays a sting to the next scene. <laughs> nice. Chris going to take Margus to the old cantina. Okay. Cannon can come too. What are you doing with Marlo? Are you keeping Marlo with you? Or, or do you like set him down and he's still unconscious and maybe you like bind his hands or something, put him on a bed? I don't think I'd bind his hands. I would just like set him down in a bed. Cool. Nice and comfortable. Yeah. And, and tell somebody, hey, watch him. If he, he moans or anything, let us know. Let us know if he wakes up. We just want to let him not let him get too scared. Cool. Um, Cannon goes and sits next to him at the bed. Cannon's watching over him. Got it. <laughs> Oh, that's cute. Yeah. <laughs> well, Cannon, that is just super sweet of you to watch over him. Want me to bring you back a, a beer or anything from the cantina? Yeah. No, that sounds great, Grit. That yeah. sounds great. That sounds great, great. <laughs> great, great. Yeah, I know. It's a great mix, great mix. You just saw the same thing. <laughs> you go ahead, though. I'm going to watch over Marlo as soon as he wakes up. I've got some questions for him. So, but yeah, go ahead. Bring him back something good. Unless it's really gross. You like gross stuff sometimes, and I don't want. <laughs> well, I'd take offense to that, but I don't think I should. <laughs> We're just gonna go get some beers. This has been a great conversation, Grit. We really nailed it. <laughs> and then I take Margus. Okay, you walk over with Margus, and you sit down, and uh, Nilanek is there, the Geonosan, and Dacker is also there, the Gamorian hunter. Uh, and Dacker kind of runs behind the bar, which is just a chunk of an engine chassis uh, that's just kind of been set there. It's kind of like a jet engine, one of the big round jet engines, but it's just a chunk out of it. Next perfect bar. Goes and cool. there's this upside down Minoc and he reaches up. There's the, the weird like long mouth of it is like tied up and there's like a, a banana clip on it and he reaches out and he like holds it and then he pulls the clip off and he grabs a cup and he like lets go of his hand a little bit and this liquid kind of pours out of the Minox mouth down into the cup and he squeezes the liquid again and then puts the clip back on it and then slides it over to you. That's not gross <laughs> at all. <laughs> <laughs> and he looks up at you like expecting, but it is kind of gross. I take out like five credits and like, 
thank you kindly and I take a swig. He kind of looks down at the credits and kind of smiles at you and, and he kind of holds up the chits. He's like, now where am I going to spin these? Uh, <laughs> well, I could, uh, yeah, I guess I'll just save them. Uh, maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe it'll build interest. <laughs> uh, and he goes and he like, he just like sets them back on the counter. Uh, you take well, actually, a, you know, with inflation, everything is probably going to build negative interest. <laughs> <gonna say. laughs> yeah. The whole point is, Margus, hey there, buddy. We got a map of this place. He grabs uh, one of the drinks, too. Oh, yes, we have a map. We also know the tunnels very well. Uh, let me ask you, where do you come from? Well, we came from the old asteroid base just outside the one of the mouths of this here. Leviathan. No, I mean like you, your spirit. And he like puts his hand out like towards your chest. Where, what is your past? Oh, well, you know, I don't like to dwell on the past or anything. I like to live in the now. And the here and now states, we got to get out of this thing. Yeah, but uh, you're defined by your past. (laughs) Man, you're kind of a downer. You want to drink and you're just... Uh, no, it's it's for the future. I see things. The Leviathan speaks and I listen. Not to me, but he speaks and I hear things. I'm like a fly on the wall, like a mouse listening. The Leviathan told me it was going to eat something big. Oh... And he reaches back and he pulls out this uh, skinned Minoc, sets it down on the bar. The The Gomorian is like, and he kind of like looks around uh, and he kind of goes back and like pours himself a drink. And then he sits down on a chair behind the bar. He rolls it out and it's, it's a crazy man's drawing. Um, <laughs> it shows nice. four images, like four shadows. They're all the same height. And they all kind of look the same, but it's got lines coming out and like going to different things and a bunch of like weird symbols. But the the central part is there's like four, uh, four like shadows. One thing you notice is one of the shadows has a sigil on its arm and it's the sigil of Django Fett. Mm. Does Grit know that? Does Grit know? Uh, Django yeah. Fett? Um, Probably. Yeah. The symbols, and I'm just, BSing this, but the symbols are like uh, pictographic, so you can you can tell. Oh, this was based on this clan, or this was from this, or or like this is the son of cool. this because it has this like slash or dot or something like that. So you can you can tell a, a Mandalorian clan lineage by the iconography of it. And so looking at it, you're like, oh, that's the same. Like like a lot of the clones have like the son of that, and and that's the same one it has. Yeah. So and you've seen other clones that have been retired, like kind of wear the same thing, like maybe canon. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Cannon might have a piece that uh, he doesn't wear it, but he he has something that kind of has that symbol uh, in his quarters. Grit finishes his drink. He's like, I am buying all in on this here map thing you got here. Let me go grab Cannon so we can take a look at it together because I think one of these things stands out to me. And when you go, he like grabs your arm and he says, this canon of yours, uh, does he, well, he's a clone. Very Is he good at killing droids? <laughs> <laughs> Cl- clones are oh. good at killing droids. Everybody knows that. 
You should have seen him back on a couple of ventures ago. He was real good at killing anything that stood in his way. And his grip kind of lessens. I told you. I told all of you. I told you we were going to get a clone and he'd be good at killing droids. This is the time. This is what we were waiting for. Uh, And he kind of leans back and he's like smiling. We're going to get out of here. Yes, little mouse. We're going to get out of here. Cannon, you are looking over at Marlo, uh, watching over him. And he just like stops the charade and he just kind of looks over at you. Good morning. (laughs) How we doing, bud? Why'd you have to kill him? Why did I kill your friend that was about to kill me after you broke into my base? Have you heard of castle doctrine? (laughs) (laughs) You had that situation under control. You didn't have to do that. That was the control. No, you could have taken him out any other way. You wanted to kill him. Why'd you break into my base? Why does anybody that's desperate do anything? We had no choice. We needed money. Well, I sort of understand that, but you did kind of mess with the wrong crew, though. Seems like you understand my reputation. And so you killed him because your ego got bruised because he tried to take your stuff. Well, it's not about my. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't have to kill him. And he just kind of like leans back and looks up. He's the only connection I had left. Who was he to you? He's probably the worst mentor you could ever have. But he was some he was someone. He wasn't good. He wasn't great. But he was someone. He takes a breath. What do we do now? If you're gonna shoot me, just shoot me. Mm. Just kill me. I mean if if you're not, then don't do it. Well, if you haven't killed me yet, you've already made your choice. And he like tries to stand up. I put a hand on him and push him back down into the bed. Listen, I didn't go back to my base with the intention of killing your friend. You guys snuck onto my base and then you both cornered me and you pointed guns at me. So look, my friend Erebos is always telling me that I got to ask questions before I kill. <laughs> and... I'm thinking this is probably one of those situations where maybe I should have done that. I think maybe if we look back on this one, it's a little less fresh. You'll understand you did kind of put me in a bad situation. (laughs) But I am not a cold-blooded killer. I'm not anymore. You you have a bracelet and it says cold-blooded killer and you just kind of put your hand over it. (laughs) It's like... It's no, like it's a, a little bird bead. Yeah. Yeah. across his knuckles. Grit <laughs> comes out of the canteen and is like, there, that's Cannon. That's the guy that's really good at killing stuff. Yeah, that's Cannon. He's a cold-blooded killer. Yeah, he'll kill anything you need to. <laughs> Marlo, I do not intend to kill you right now. That can change in the future. But right now, it seems like we've got to work together. You understand? The first, first priority is getting out of here. Do you, you don't want to die in a big squid, do you? Oh, Uh, wait a second. I wonder if this thing's got purple eyes. (laughs) (laughs) He kind of leans back. He's like, I don't really care whether I die or not. Well, that's a cool attitude. Um, (laughs) Right now I'm hungry. Okay. Yeah. Well, Grit's going to bring us back some food. 
And he just he just kind of looks up. You can tell you've seen this before in, in like soldiers. This is kind of the the he, he's shutting down like emotionally. He's like completely shut down. Like the trauma is so fresh and and he's like the the loss is so so great. He's just like all emotions are off right now. And you know there's a deep cut in there and there's some deep hurt that's gonna come back. But right now this is his mechanism for running from it. Yeah, I think Cannon definitely recognizes that and has probably done some of that himself. Uh, Cannon kind of rifles around in his pack and grabs something and kind of leans into him. Marlo, I know, I know you're really mad at me right now, and I know you're going through a lot of stuff. I'm and not, listen, I'm not listen. mad at you. I understand. And he kind of puts his his hands on his head. He says, "I just." Why did it have to go down like this? What? You know, I've spent a lot of time in my life wondering why things go down the way they do. And sometimes you try to you try to run from your problems and they catch up to you. And sometimes you realize that there are bad consequences to making a lot of bad choices. You and your friend, your mentor, you made some bad choices. And I'm sorry that I had to be the consequence for that. I'm sorry I killed your friend. But I do have something that might help. And he he pulls little Mark and joins. <laughs> Rick can do it. Oh my god, I knew it. <laughs> 